Let's not get tired of doing good, because in time we'll have a harvest if we don't give up. So then, let's work, for the op- let's work for the good of all whenever we have an opportunity, and especially for those in the household of faith. Thank you. Haven't these youth done a great job leading worship so far? Yay! And this amazing band. We are so thankful. I know... Um, I love everything, but um, I really love this, y'all. It's so wonderful. Thank you for having us. Um, And I could not be more proud of these young people who um, are, like, really tired from last week. And I did not have to, like, bribe them with anything. I do give them a lot of sugar on the daily, but I didn't have to bribe them with any sugar to do this. (laughs) Yeah, I won't tell your mom, Susan, who's sitting right there. (laughs) She knows. (laughs) But um, again, thank you for having us and letting us share a little bit about our experiences um, on these mission trips and how God has been moving amongst us and um, just how this June has been exhausting in the best ways. Um, So I know I've said it a lot in the last few months, um, but I need to repeat it again. We haven't had a youth mission trip or any mission trip for that matter, not for a lack of trying, since the summer of 2019. Think of all that's happened since 2019. Man, and how many trips we've planned in our heads. (laughs) A lot. Um, The last few years, all of our worlds have been turned upside down due to the pandemic, and our youth ministry um, is definitely included in that. And we've been eager to get back out there and do some good in the world and to have some fun on a mission trip. And y'all, to say these trips were good is an understatement. Um, If you don't believe me, um, I have some bags under my eyes that you can see, but they're happy. It's some happy lack of sleep that we we enjoyed. Um, Mid-June, we took a group of middle schoolers to my hometown in Brunswick, Georgia, um, and we had a whole bunch of middle schoolers and some really amazing um, adult volunteers, some of our former youth who are now in college have volunteered to come with us. And one of our men had COVID in their household. And so three days before the trip, we were like, we need a screened adult to go with us. Who's fun? And so we called up John Gregory and he didn't hesitate for a second. He said yes. (laughs) And um, he jumped in the van with us and we went to Brunswick with 16 middle schoolers. It was a lot of middle schoolers, and we slept on the floor in a church um, that has been through some trauma recently. They had a fire earlier in the year, and they've had to move to their annex, which used to be a car dealership where I bought my first car 20-some years ago. It's very interesting. It was very fun. (laughs) Um, But it's cool to see how this church in Brunswick has had to um, recalibrate how they do things and... God is still working and still doing good through um, ways that they never expected that they would be worshiping in the showroom of a former car dealership. (laughs) And I never thought that I would be sleeping in the back room of a car dealership on a mission trip, (laughs) right? But it was awesome. And they painted the ceilings black. It was the youth room. So, like, we got really good sleep because it was really dark in there. So really cool. Um, Anyways, none of that was written down. Um, (laughs) But before the trip, um, people would ask, what are the projects that you're doing in Brunswick? And 
Like, we don't really know the projects until the day before, two days before, because when we work with service organizations, a lot of times they have kind of an idea what you'll be working on, but it depends on the groups that come before you and also the weather, which in Brunswick, Georgia, is kind of like here in Gainesville. Like, it could rain a whole lot or never or be... 100 degrees, like the day we got there, it was the hottest day of the year so far. And so it kind of changed what the projects were. So I would say we might be painting, we might be doing some cleanup. Also, I'd say we're doing renewal, some renewal work. And I had no idea just how true that word was and how God helped us live into that word renewal on the middle school mission trip as well as the high school mission trip. So on the middle school trip, we spent one day at the Brunswick YMCA um, cleaning up behind the YMCA on these beautiful trails that they have that have been in disrepair for the last two and a half years plus. And um, it was really cool to see these middle schoolers like tearing down this old shed and like carrying it over to the truck and like cleaning stuff up that was pretty gross. And, they complained a little bit, but like not as much as I would have complained, and I'm a grown adult. Um, but they renewed this area that was in complete disrepair into an area that the YMCA can now use for upcoming tournaments when big groups come in, and also that the community can use. Another day, we worked with America's Second Harvest, um, which is a food bank, and one team went out into the community giving boxes of food out in a neighborhood, and another team worked restocking the warehouse. And we were able to be a part of a project that seemed much larger than us. Uh, a few days before, they had been at the Brunswick Mall, and they had given out like 5,000 boxes of food to people in the community. So renewal, working with families who were in great need right now. And then our last day, uh, we cleaned a road by a waterway, which there's lots of waterways in Brunswick. Um, there was so much litter and debris that was left on the side of the road that it was endangering the wildlife and the marshes. So by spending just a few hours with our big trash bags and our fluorescent vests, which were very cool, and our trash pickers, and of course we made it a game into like who could find the most trash and have the heaviest bag and like fill up the most bags, we cleaned up a lot of, of garbage that was harming um, wildlife as well as the marshes, and we were able to clean that ecosystem right there um, with just a little bit of time um, and some teenagers that wanted to do a little bit of good out in the community. So, um, so renewal seemed like a thread that was running through our trip. And our high school trip projects were no different. Um, they were home repair, which is all about renewal. Our homeowners in Louisiana were Miss Doris and Miss Crawford, and they were the sweetest ladies. Um, two women who had lost so much in Hurricane Katrina and a lot of other storms. I can't remember their names because there's lots of them in Louisiana. Um, on one of the job sites, we replaced the roof of a shed, we reposted a f and fixed a fence, rerouted and fixed some gutters and did some landscaping. Our team was outside and y'all, we went through nine bottles of sunscreen. <laughs> and I didn't get sunburned until I went home to Georgia on July 4th. <laughs> 
so I didn't get sunburned in Louisiana. I had to go back home to Georgia to get sunburned. Um, Should have learned. But um, we were out in the hot sun and um, did a lot of good work. <laughs> the other team was at a house um, replacing the living room floor, like a lot of floor, all of it, like down to the grass kind of floor. Um, the projects we worked on were fulfilling and they kept us busy. And just like the middle school trip, um, I kept thinking about this word renewal. Renewal was the thread that ran throughout our projects, and I felt renewal in our ministry as well. Part of what made the pandemic so difficult for me personally, and I think for our youth ministry, um, was the fear that we wouldn't be able to travel together ever again, maybe, Um, or definitely not like it was. And retreats and mission trips are times where our groups get to bond and where students and adults have the opportunity to feel the Spirit of God move in a way that sometimes we don't let ourselves feel here because there's so many things that are pulling at us. And that's what's been really hard for me, not having trips. So being in Brunswick on the middle school trip, and then a few weeks later in Louisiana with the high schoolers, I felt that renewal that I've been longing for. The last night of our high school trip, we had our, um, our group sharing time, and I was b- brought back to, to my first mission trip, the summer after I graduated from high school. And right now, even 20 years later, um, I can close my eyes and I can go right back to, I can go right back there to this cement building in Highgate, St. Mary, Jamaica, in the hottest place I think I've ever been in my entire life at a worship service where I felt the presence of God in a way that I'd never felt before. Um, Worshiping with my friends, didn't know the songs, but it didn't matter. And and I I just felt God working. Um, I, I can feel those feelings of that experience because I was able to go out into the world and do some good in a way and come back and be changed by it. And it it changed me so much that I remember it. I was able to get away from so many things that held me back or held me down, and I let God move in and through me in a new way. And I got to do it with my friends. Um, Obviously, it changed me. I never wanted to leave youth groups, so... I get to do it for a living. (laughs) It's the best. Um, And so that's why we've been praying since 2019 that we could continue to have these experiences um, with our youth and that they could have these experiences for themselves. Um, And so we want them to share some of them with you, some of the experiences with you. So we have Elliot and Nora Pankos coming to share. There you go. Hi, I'm Elliot Pankost, and I just got back <laughs> from the mission trip. So when I first walked in um, to Miss Doris's house, I was on the gr- group that did replace all the flooring. I remember walking in, and it looked really nice. She had just got a new like vinyl flooring put down, but I could feel the floor like bend underneath me when I stepped. It was very much not in the condition that it should be. Um, and so after we, you know, peeled up the tile. That was there and you took out the baseboards and did everything else that you have to do to be able to get to the 
bottom of floor. We were able to see what the water damage from the storms in Hurricane Katrina had done. And it was almost black. Just setting a hammer down sometimes in certain spots would cause it to the floor to bend and crack. So anyway, flash forward to Friday afternoon after about three and a half days of hard work breaking through old floor, putting down plywood, putting down more plywood, um, putting down more vinyl flooring, doing all, everything you need to do. Um, the, my team, so all 12 of us, were sitting eating lunch on what was mostly done floor. Um, and we were just kind of reflecting on all the work that we'd done throughout the week. So one of the things that we were talking about was the amount of teamwork and the amount of work that we had all had to put together in order to finish this floor. I think one of the things that was said was, if I was sitting in this spot right now on Monday, I'd be on the ground. Like, through the floor, I would not be sitting here right now. Um, it was just really so amazing to see how we were all able to come together most of us don't go to the same school, don't see each other maybe besides once a week on a Sunday night. Um, and so we don't spend a, lot, a whole lot of time together, but we were able to come together and grow as a community and a group and be able to finish something that was really cool. I know I'd never completely demolished and remade an entire floor before. Um, so also another thing is that the community that we were able to create on the work site was... Um, was you know, followed us back into where we were staying and our evening activities and dinner and everything. And we were able to create community with another group that was with us from um, Lake Charles, Louisiana. There was about five or six, uh, there were four youth and two adults that came with us on the trip, or didn't come with us, they met us there. Um, and they were, those four youth were in rising sixth graders. And we did not expect to be able to create such a strong community with them um, and within their group. But throughout the week, we became one group. And just being able to get to know them and hear their stories, and some of us worked with them on the work sites, and just getting to know them was so inspiring and hearing all, everything they'd done. They just had a hurricane hit their church, um, so the work that we were doing was very meaningful to them. It was so impactful and empowering just to be able to work with them and get to know them. And when I say we were one group at the end, I mean, I really mean it. We were all dancing around on Friday night. And um, I mean, you'll see it in the video later. But it was just this, it was such a great opportunity for me to be able to work together as a team and build something and learn how to use saws and drills and everything that I'd never done before. And then to also get to meet another group um, and be able to work with them and get to know them. And it was just such an amazing trip. So I think we have Nora, you want to come up? Thank you. Okay, um, I'm Nora. Um, so one of the most impactful parts of this trip was actually the interactions that we had with our homeowner um, on our work site. Her name was Miss Crawford. Um, and when we showed up that first day, she was beyond thrilled to have us in her house. Um, the first thing we did when we got there is introduced ourselves one by one. And she came up to each of us and she said our name back to us after we told her our name and she shook our hand one by one. And it showed that she valued each one of us and what we were doing for her. And the other part of this relationship that was so amazing was the relationship that Miss Crawford built with the younger kids. Every day, um, the younger kids would go in and they would talk to her for about two hours. And I think that these chats meant more to her than anything else, more than like the roof we fixed or the fence we rebuilt or anything. Um, 
The connection also meant a lot to the younger kids. Um, one in particular kept saying that he wished Miss Crawford could be his grandmother. Um, keeping in mind he had just met this woman two days ago, but yet her love and appreciation made him want to be a part of her family. The statement that summed up the, this relationship came at the end of the week. Miss Crawford said to one of the staff in Louisiana that, be that before this trip, all I had was my house and my car, but now I have you. And this just meant the world, and this perfectly summed up the work of God that was being done in creating this relationship between us and Miss Crawford and the work that we were doing um, and just her appreciation. So, yeah. Um, I think you can tell that we've been greatly blessed by this trip, and um, I was on the work site with Nora, and so my homeowner was also Miss Crawford, and she kept wanting to, like, pay for some of the supplies or, like, do things like that, and let me get on a payment plan, and the director was like, no, 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 that's not part of the deal, like, we got it covered, all you have to do is be here, like, we want to be a blessing to you. And so when we left, we, we said our, um, our youth group benediction, the may the Lord bless you and keep you. And she said, thank you. And we, we prayed with her and she said, well, all I can give you are my prayers and my blessing. And I feel like <laughs> she definitely did. And so um, we're going to end the service after we show a video <laughs> um, and sing a song. We're going to end um, also praying that blessing and hoping that, um, that some of these experiences and the ways that God has moved amongst us um, can be a blessing that, that we all share um, doing, some, doing some good out there. So y'all want to see some pictures? We got a lot of them. 